Greetings, grand rising. Greetings of peace. Wishing you much blessings, peace of mind. Great conversation with your damn self, yo. Wishing you comfortability in your own skin, your own soul, your own meat bag, your body. Love yourself, yo. Love yourself, because ain't nobody going to. All right? And this is coming from your hostess with the mostest, BB Globe. Coming from the land of bad guys. I can tell you that everything wasn't always hunky-dory and chill and fill with yours truly. So, uh, I know I haven't made much episodes. I don't. I'm not really a behind... I'm, I'm a behind-the-scenes girl. I'm not the in-the-camera girl. And I'm not trying to get used to it. I am horribly awkward. 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 I am awkward. However, I do be telling the truth. I do be giving good advice. I do be giving great solutions. It's up to you to want to live a peace of mind. Not a peace of mind. Alright? So... Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you doing? Welcome to the BB Glow podcast. How are you feeling? How do you feel in your own meat sack? How did you sleep? Did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? What you doing? Are you doing something productive? How do we fix and detox the bullshit in our lives? And that's what this episode going to be about. How to be more productive and to stave off the bullshit. So, here we go, here we go, here we go again. Girls, what's my weakness? Food. It's always going to be food. Especially chocolate. I love my chocolate. So, um, yeah. Haven't been on um, I'm just, meh. I mean, stuff be happening, stuff be happening, but most of all, since I moved out here, I haven't, I mean, at first I ha- I wasn't getting the peace and quiet I would, I, I needed, you know, people are so excited to meet somebody like me down to earth, no non-judgmental, generous and shit that they want to take up all your fucking air and take up all your time and tell you about their life from birth. What part of their mama titty was they sucking on? Which fallopian tube they came from? And all that. And I'm not here for it. That's that's for your therapist. I'm not that. Okay? No. However, to detox from people, I met a lot of motherfuckers that are just the country version of worthless motherfuckers in the city. Country version. And... Yes, on a lot of occasions I've been taken advantage of. What does that mean? That mean I have ugly neighbors. They better hope not to see me again. And um, I tried to delegate. I tried to be cool. I tried to be reasonable. I tried to... Because, uh, you know, living off-grid, especially when you're trying to build all your own shit, you get tired. And it's not so much I got tired or I got tired easily. The same fucking bad spirits that I left behind followed me. 
everybody wants to call you now that you're not in the city everybody want to call you with their day-to-day -day antics about what the fuck is going on in the city like shit changes so i had to block motherfuckers and i realized with the books that i read the videos that i watch the documentaries that i've watched things to keep you well-rounded things to learn about your motherfucking self things to learn about your environment things to learn about how to do shit whatever it is People are a disease. Mr. Smith did not lie. He did not lie. This world has been infected by humans. Just fuck that. You're a virus. And I'm not talking about everybody. I'm talking about just fuck it. I'm talking about the worthless ones. Now, yeah. I know everybody got opinions. Oh, well, maybe you're worth this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm in my own fucking environment. Shut the fuck up. Now, listen. So, yeah. So, I've learned a lot. And what's most important is I learned a lot about myself. And I learned a lot about myself that I was sick of myself about. And I get sick of myself pretty easy. What does that mean? I don't like not doing things well at all. I don't. It's a challenge. Except when it comes to sex. Fuck you. If, <laughs> not with my pussy though. But if you don't like it, go somewhere else. And they do. But you can't come back here. And they try to. So no, I don't care. But as far as anything else, you know, business-wise, education-wise, I bust my ass. I bust my ass to learn things. I bust my ass to read things. I bust my ass to do things. I bust my ass to figure out things. I bust my ass. I bust my ass. And uh, one of the main reasons why I do, I work so hard. Because motherfuckers are quick to be, they ain't that serious. Shut the fuck up. Your life ain't that serious. That's why nobody cares whether you're alive or dead. That's why you over here trying to, trying to get me to notice you and god forbid if you're if you're not a child and you try and and if you're a grown motherfucker i don't give a fuck woman man both nobody care but if you're trying to get my attention kill yourself kill yourself because it's all downhill from here plain and simple i am the most boringest motherfucker you'll ever learn period Why, you ask? Because I do not participate in the fuckery of life. Meaning, I don't do things to intentionally go to hell. It just happens that motherfuckers piss me off and they take me there. So I have vowed to no longer allow myself to hire a fucking driver of life. What does that mean? No, we're not going to be, you're not going to be known or synonymous with being around me. And if you are, then fuck it. It will die out in a month. Okay. Just plain and simply, you have been broke up on. Yes. I don't like you. I don't want to be in your face. I love my own personal company. I love being by my motherfucking self. And that has always been the bane of everybody's existence and their beef and their bafflement of me. Because I can be by myself and I can always entertain myself. There's always something to do. That's just period. You know, I mean, I remember my mother 
punished me hard. I mean, when, when have she never, right? But this day, she punished me. And she punished me hard. And she did it to break me. And I was, I was in trouble. I, I beat up a boy and she wasn't, she didn't like the hit to see that. Never mind the fact that this boy grabbed my ass. This boy pinched my, 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 my pussy lip and, 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 and that shit made me, you know, irritate the shit out of me. So I punched him dead in his face and I stomped the shit out of him. And then I sat my pussy lips in his face and suffocated him knowing that he had asthma. And when he, and when he was wheezing and <laughs> I had that effect on people. Then I kept on punching him in his face. Then I stomped on his chest. You don't ever fucking touch nobody because that's rape, period. It doesn't have to be intercourse to be rape. There's many different levels of it. So, my mother punished me for two years staying in a house all summer long. Now, at first I was upset about it. My friends even fucking cried. They weren't really my friends. I was babysitting them bitches, but they cried. Went in the house. I hate my mother. She knows that. I did. I did everything she asked me to do. I cleaned the whole fucking house. Did the dishes. Did the pots. Did the did the um, griddles. All of that. Cleaned the stovetop better than she could ever do. Cleaned the inside the oven. All that. And my sisters sat on their ass. Didn't even fucking help. Didn't even fucking offer. One of them did fucking offer. And the bitch was just playing. That's why she's gonna die alone. So. While everybody was sitting around talking shit, talking about me, and everybody's synonymous and understand that they, I understand everybody hates me. Cool. Left them the fuck alone. When I was done cleaning up, because that was the only time I was going to clean up. I didn't clean up since. Nope. I ran the fuck away. I went to the library, and I went and I read some reference books, some thick-ass books. And those books take hours to read. I'm not talking about I grabbed the first book that came up. No. I grabbed psychology because I want to understand crazy bitches. Why? Because one birthed me. And some, some kids are lucky. They have one crazy parent. The other one is half-ass uh, down-to-earth understanding. Whatever. No, never understanding. But down-to-earth maybe? I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. You know, so me... I had the total blessing of having two fucking crazy parents, which actually turned out to be eight fucking crazy parents because each of them motherfuckers had four, had three other people in their heads. Okay. But they only identified as one. So there was a trick to it. So you can always tell who's talking by the nickname the other one gives the other one. Anyway, so she punished me and I went to the library. And I read a book on psychology. And it was just plain and simple. Some Sigmund Freud, you know, simple shit. What happens to people who hate their mothers? And why do they hate their mothers? And the activities that they take on when they're grown. And they don't know how to detox. And, how, and, and as a result of hating their mother. And all that other shit. Same thing with the fathers and all that other good stuff. But usually because the mother spends all the time at home. Fucking terrorizing their own child. Rather than being a fucking you know, real bitch and going to the next door neighbor and punching that bitch in her face for being fucking nosy and trying to fuck your man. So we have that. And I remembered there was a piece of a little wisdom in there that stuck with me all the time. 
And the wisdom was, just because everybody else around you is crazy, don't mean you have to indulge them. Just because everybody else around you isn't making sense, don't mean you study what they study. There's nothing wrong with speaking the language of a crazy person to get around in a, a dangerous environment. The hazard is in understanding and empathizing with them. Because in that way is when they have indoctrinated you. You have become codependent and a supplier of energy, a light source to feed them. And all they're going to do is get worse because your participation is their encouragement. And then I took a break and somebody gave me a Shakespeare book to read. And it was just a play. And of course, the saying, in all the world, the stage. And I'm never the same when I leave a library because you leave with a different pair of x-ray glasses. And I started paying attention to other people. And I started naming psychosis and stuff like that. People would just talk to you and you would give them definitions to stuff and you give them information to stuff. And you teach them how to combat that or how to interact that or how to... uh, you know, prevent it. And they're grateful. They love, everybody loves a smart kid, but everybody hates where a smart kid plans on going. So, I came back home. The library was closing early because it was so fucking hot. And the air conditioning shut down. So, everybody, all the librarians, who had menopause, including the men, were not trying to have that shit. They were like, fuck this. I can get on a bus right now with air conditioning and be cool all the way home. And then when I get home, I can turn on my air conditioner and be all good. So they wasn't trying to have God's son touch their skin like that. So it's like, all right, cool. I had to go home. Like, oh, I can stay here. I want to spend the night here. No, they were like, no, bitch, go home. I was like, I'm going home. So um, I go home and my mother had bought these encyclopedia Britannica's that were never allowed to touch and to my surprise the house was clean because it's still summertime and everybody was gone so thank goodness for that but my mother was still upstairs in her room with her usual audience and so I didn't even come in to bother they can hear the door open and close and I was the quietest door closer but you can hear who's that I didn't say shit I didn't greet nobody. I didn't say nothing to nobody. I didn't even hate my mother anymore. She just there. <laughs> Give it due time. So I just went about my business. Went in the kitchen, cooked for myself. Something low key, not too hot and whatever. Opened the window so it can air out and all that. So my blob sister won't come downstairs and steal my food. I just wanted to avoid all interactions. I just sat still, didn't even turn on the fucking TV, just sat still, ate my food, grabbed me a book, and I read. Read and read and read. And I entertained myself. And then 
as people were coming home, as the sun was going down and all that other stuff, or the, and especially in the summertime when the sun just started blazing harder before the sunset, everybody was coming through, trying to get something to eat, something to drink, all that stuff, running to the bathroom, doing them, turning on the TV. I was still in my little corner, minding my business. And sure enough, I watched everybody. I watched the people who talked during movies. I watched people who talked during the interlude. I watched the people who were in the kitchen just fucking talking. I watched everybody. Watched all their mannerisms. Took a nap, woke up, and I just watched. I just spent both those summers just observing people, just watching. In between, every now and then, I went to work, of course. And and stuff like that. Friends tried to come to the door, get me out the house. I didn't even come to the fucking door. I let them knock down the door. As soon as somebody's coming down the stairs to try to get the door, I pretend like I was knocked the fuck out sick. And they would get the door. Can Becca come on and play? No. Get the fuck out of here. Boom. Door closed. So, yeah. So I sat there and I just did what I had to do. I worked. I came home and I read. And I looked at, and I watched everybody. Even when my father came home, I watched him. My father was always fucking crazy. My mother's crazier, but I watched everybody. And everybody just want to do what they want to do. They don't care how wrong it is. They just want to do what they want to do. So cool. Let them do that. And what happened? I realized I didn't want to be anybody. I didn't want to be like anybody. I didn't want to be like my mother. Damn sure not. I didn't want to be like my father. Hell no. Not like that. I mean... He gave me a lot of great information as far as how to interact in the streets, how to talk at work and things like that. But as far as anything else is concerned, fuck that. You know, I I didn't even care about their personal life no more because I heard it all before. Heard it all before. He tried to play me. Baby this, baby that. I had to shut you down. Look who's... Anyway, so yeah. I just shut all that down. I didn't want to be like nobody. I wanted to be by my fucking self. I want to be like myself. And what was being like myself? Being the opposite of everybody else. I watched my siblings fight amongst each other on the stupidest things. And both sides were being selfish. And unreasonable. I've watched my parents get into the dumbest fucking arguments. For no goddamn reason. And I'm like, is it that hot that y'all motherfuckers are that bored that you need to fight? And then the gunshots rang out in the street. I guess so. So, when I got my fill of that dumb shit for part of the summer, I ran away. I went to work. And the days that people didn't want to come to work, so I couldn't come to work, I went to some of my neighbors. And I did their gardens, made their gardens just as pretty as my mom's garden. And when I say bitter, jealous, and salty, jeez, us, my mother is a motherfucking hater. I mean, to the soul, that bitch is a hater. She hates everything. She can't stand for nobody to have nothing nice. She gotta be the Jones. All right? Shit. But anyway, I did it anyway. And when I, I got a brief satisfaction for a little bit. To realize, to know that 
it pissed her off that other people were had good gardens to take care of their gardens and shit and her garden was no longer the single focal point anymore people started talking about other people's gardens and shit <laughs> and then they started getting funny and spiffy and shit and then started getting tight with the money and shit and thought that they can get everything for free and shit so i left them bitches i'm not gonna argue with you never was that person i'm not gonna argue with you i argue with one brutally disgruntled bitter ass old bitch on the block and i had to i had to realize Everything don't deserve a response or words because people know they're wrong and they just want to be wrong and they want you to leave them in their wrong and they want to wrong you. So I had to let that bitch starve. Nobody even knew she was home because she, she never came outside or whatever. Once in the blue moon she did if she, if she had the legs to do it. But otherwise, she was just a bitch, a bitter bitch. And she tried to, she tried to do the same shit my mother tried to do, trap me to take care of her ass. And it was one of those things, uh, do I stay home and deal with my fucking mom or do I go and deal with this bitch? There's no fucking difference. One is older than the other, which I know what to look forward to if I decide to stick with my mother, which I'm not. So, yeah, fuck that. Nope. So I just left that bitch. So she thought she was slick because she got used to how early I sneak out the house to go to work. And she, she, and then she would call my name mad loud early in the fucking morning to alert my mother if I don't come over to, to say or do anything that she wants me to do. So, I left my ears deaf. That bitch was screaming my name like we were fucking. Okay? And that's all it was. And I just left her ass all summer, every summer. Even in the winter, when you're supposed to check on, on old people. But when you're this unpleasant... Yeah, I... the second summer came along and I hadn't seen her in a while. Amazingly, her door was open, the screen door was closed and everything. I jimmied it. I went in there to check in on her. She was dead. And I left. And no, I didn't. I didn't. Did I mention I was born and raised in a, in a neighborhood of bad guys? Yeah, we don't leave fingerprints. So I just walked out and I went to work. I came back home. You know, it took motherfuckers until about, I think they discovered she was dead about 11 o'clock at night, a couple of nights later. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it was like a Sunday or Monday. I think it was like a Monday when I did that, when I when I left that left her ass alone. And I could tell you by Friday, I think it was a Thursday or Friday. I think it was, a, mm, it was like a Thursday or Friday, summertime. So what's the difference, right? So yeah, people found out she was dead. How'd you, how'd they find out she was dead? Because the neighbors talk and every, you know, people, certain people got along. So they talk at night. And one of my older brother, my oldest brother was out there, you know, talking with the neighbors, everybody smoking and doing them. And whatnot, and they were just sharing stupid shit. My oldest brother was just laughing and listening and chilling and whatnot. So I was like, "Can I sit with you?" He was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Cool." So we were sitting out on a stoop, airing out. Slight breeze came through, but I was all good. I just love me a summer night. And uh, yeah, so there was a neighbor, neighborhood badass. Everybody wanted to fuck him. Everybody else, anyway. And so it was like. 
Yo, that bitch is bitter. Y'all ever known that bitch over there? Uh, 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 uh. She's nasty. Uh, uh. She tried to get me to do this for free. You know how much labor that is? And yeah, she was an unreasonable old bitch. Nasty. Couldn't even give you a fucking smile. And I remember that same neighbor, he was amazing with cutting grass. He always wanted to, to, to deal with my mother's garden. But now we got peoples for that. So... He was just so disgruntled and everything because the bitch stiffed him on a lot of money. And he, he did a lot of work and he just hadn't talked to her since. So then we we just started talking about her and everything. And then we were listening and everything. And he was like, you know, I'm going to go over there and rob this bitch. I'm going to go over there. I know what she got in her house. I know what's of a bit value. I'm going to get the value of what the fuck she owes me. So everybody else was like, adults, mind you. Yeah, you need to. Ah. So he went. I said, ah, don't that. She got an alarm, son. And he was like, her screen door is open. She ain't got no fucking alarm on. Da, 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 da. The alarm only works when the main door is closed. I'm like, all right, if you want to go there, if the cops come and get you, I'm just trying to help you. It's okay. You can't save a brother for nothing. And you know, niggas just want to do what they want to do. So go ahead and do you. Fine. Cool. Bye. So he went over there. I forgot the bitch was dead. He went over there. And he went in there. This motherfucker even turned on the lights. He didn't even notice her. He came out with one thing. I said, nigga, you went, you did all that to get this. That ain't worth nothing. He was like, yeah, I know, but I felt funny. I said, how you feeling funny for getting what the fuck you was owed? Like, that's not stealing. It's called collections. So my brother broke out laughing because everybody knows a bitch he reads. He's like, collections? I said, yes, it's called collections. Have you ever had a bank account and all your money's gone and the bank keep calling you and asking you, when are you going to put more money in the bank? Yeah, yeah. They're called collections when they call. Oh, I get the envelope in the mail. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they tell you to pay this much money and it's called collections. Yep, it doesn't matter how you do it, whether you do it verbally over the phone, whether you do it in somebody's face, whether you do it in the letter, whether you do it on paper, whether you do it in court. It's all called collections. You got to pay. So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Hold this. I held it and then I dropped it because my fingerprints was on it. But then I, I caught it, I caught it. I, it didn't break. In my mind it broke. But I caught it. Then I wiped it off with my wet-ass, wet-ass t-shirt. And my brother's like, what is that? Let me see. And I said, don't touch it. You can uh, get a rag or something and hold it. This motherfucker just stole this out of somebody's house, okay? So if she screams, somebody stole from me, evidence, fingerprints are on it, okay? This is not one of them cheap-ass little glass crystal anythings. This is real, you know, ceramic. Your fingerprints are on this bitch, okay? And God forbid if you got oil in your hands, you might as well just go to the police with, with the shit and just say, I stole this, just put me in my usual cell. Everybody bust out laughing. Oh, you're so funny, so dramatic, you're so there. Okay, cool. So dude goes in there for a while so we're thinking is he fucking her or something <laughs> everybody else we laughing and we we end up having our own conversation we forgot he even went in there he comes out and he comes out looking like somebody's tall ass great um grandson who was ju who just witnessed a murder and he had a look on his face and because it's dark and he was dark and i was dark and we were all dark we didn't notice it until he came in front of the house under the light. Because we have a big ass street light right in front of the house. That everybody loves to stand under because it's their personal spotlight and all that shit. For them narcissists and you. 
Anyway, so he comes in and he said, yo, I think this bitch is dead. We all stop our conversation like, what? The fuck? What'd you do? So he's like, shh, shh, shh. Nah, man, I ain't do nothing. But this bitch is dead. Either that or, and then we, and then I said, nah, she's a heavy drinker. She's passed the fuck out in a chair. She's, she's in a chair, right? She looked like she slumped over in a chair or sitting up straight. He said, she's sitting up straight. I said, she's drunk then. If she slumped over, she's dead. So he's like, nah, 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 come with me, come with me. So he goes with one other person, but the other person fucking knocked something down and broke it. So they had to scurry out the house because they all was paranoid that the cops were coming. But they forgot the cops are scared of the neighborhood. The cops ain't over here. You got to call them. So I was like, like, so we waited a, uh, like a half hour talking. Then I was like, oh, you know, I'll go in there with you. Then my brother's like, you ain't going in there by yourself. I'll go in there with you. So then, so then it just started turning into a barrel of monkeys. This person is going in. I'm going in. My brother is going in. The next door neighbor is going in. Her man is coming after her to go in. The neighbor across the street is cool with them. He was smoking with them and drinking anyway. He's going in. This motherfucker got pulled in from a, from diagonal from across the street. Nobody talks to this person, but today he just so happens to have a day off. So he comes in. We all go in there. Some of them sitting on the stoop on the yard. I said, no, no, we all can't go in. We look like we robbing something. You know, if this motherfucker wakes up, they're going to call the cops and then we all going down. So some of y'all sit on the stoop and act like y'all company or family or whatever. The cops are going to roll through. They're going to ask what's going on. Why, why y'all sitting on here? We're all going to say we're family. All right. They're going to ask who are you? We're family. They ask you what family? Don't answer any questions because that's when they know you're lying. They're going to arrest you anyway. No. Turn your head and continue the conversation. Do you think that happened? Let's see. So we see, we, we heard cars going by, uh, one or two, slow drive. It's never good when somebody's slow driving in the hood. So I came to the front door. Everything all good? Yeah, everything is all good. We just talking. We just smoking. Blah, blah, blah. Don't smoke. It's going to come in the house. Y'all know this girl don't don't smoke. Oh, whatever. Don't worry about it. Da, 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 da. The air is going to get it. It's going to rain tonight anyway. Okay, cool. Whatever. Y'all the adults. Went back in. So dude standing there. And he's like, look. Look at her. I said, she's drunk. She's sitting up straight, nigga. Like, leave her alone. Oh, no. And then he was like, you sure? I'm like, dude. She's drunk. She drinks heavy all the time. She's lonely. Her family hates her. She ain't nobody coming here to see her. Fuck that. This is her house. Let's go. Well, she need dick. She need to go to bed. Okay, well, when she wakes up from her drunken stupor, she'll crawl her ass on the couch or in the bed. Either way, let's mind our fucking business. Okay, so he goes. And because he's tall, long ass arms, lanky and doofy. We all about to walk out, and this motherfucker, his arm accidentally pops her in the back of her head. She slumps over and slides down the damn chair. He freaks out, screams like a bitch, ah! And we all ran back in the house. Oh, shit, what just fucking happened? Nigga, you crazy? The cops are, cops roll by. Now we see the lights come on. We heard whoop, whoop. We're like, ah, shit, we going to jail. No, we not. Calm down. I'm the youngest. I'll go to the door and act like I'm her grandchild. Be quiet. Okay, so I go to the door. Everybody's in the house. The lights are off. Everybody's up against the wall. We all dark. We can't be seen in the shadows. It's okay. It's fine. So we go and the cop, one cop 
knocks on the door. Then he knocks hectic. Then he knocks crazy. Then he rings the bell. Then he acts like his head is on fire. So I come to the door, rubbing my eyes. <laughs> Good morning. Who is it? It's the police. Open up. My grandmother told me not to open up for strangers. Is there a reason why you're here, sir? Open up the door. No, sir, I cannot open up the door. My grandmother is asleep. I was just asleep. I just came to get the door because I thought you were my father. Left the door closed, walked away from the door. The cops seem to be leaving. Somebody peeping at look is on the lookout in the front window. The, co um, the cops seem to be leaving. They both go to the car. They drive around the block a couple of times, then they come back. The next cop comes, bangs on the door with a nightstick. I come to the door, hello? Ooh, can I help you? Then I, this time, I fucked up because I opened the door. I didn't even close, I didn't even leave the door closed. I opened the door. So the cop caught me, he's like, oh, you know, um, you shouldn't be opening doors for strangers. I said, strangers shouldn't be knocking on my grandma's door. So is there, is there a problem? Is there a reason why? You're knocking on the door so hard? We need to talk to your grandmother. No, you do not. She's asleep. She's an old woman. You're not going to bother my grandmother. You can come back in the morning, though, if you feel like it. Oh, well, no. We got to search the house. For what? We got word that somebody came, broke in. Sir, I'm going to call my father, and my father's going to be here first thing in the morning, and he's going to come to the police station, and he's going to complain, and we're going to sue the police station because this is harassment. You're just doing this because we're in a black community. I don't appreciate this. Oh, no, that's not the reason why we're doing this. Then why are you at the door? I'm going to go call my mom. My mom is here, and she's pregnant. I had to go and grab the fucking neighbor who's also a crackhead, and I, I and thank God this old lady had wigs. We snatched, I snatched the wig off her head. Okay, she was dead already. It's okay. Snatched the wig off her head, took the scarf off my head, put it on the neighbor's head, put the wig on her head, stuffed two pillows under her fucking shirt, stretched that shit out, and had her come to the door, hiding her belly behind the door, trying to, because she's trying to pretend to be sexy because she's trying to fuck the policeman. But no. Then the police pushed the door open, saw that she was looking pregnant. They apologized. They went back to the car. If y'all need anything, let us know. Da 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 da. Whatever, whatever, and they drove off. So we, so we closed the door and we silently laughed to ourselves and everything. We we're like, "What are we gonna do?" I said, "Put her back in the fucking chair. Put the wig back on the bitch. Leave her there. She was just sitting there. You know when we tried to put the body back on the chair, this motherfucker was not trying to sit up. She was sliding, gliding, slipping and sliding, falling out, all that. And so we finally just put the chair behind the couch, leaned her up, and." If she falls down, her head would be on the back of the couch. Fine. And we all left. We scurried across the street two at a time and all that. And then we all went back into our gate and shit. And there, some people went home and some people didn't. And the next morning, somebody called the cops because they felt guilty and everything. They told the, uh, told the cops to bring an ambulance, found out she was dead and everything. Now, that's what had happened. But... I helped everybody get out of deep shit. And she was already dead, though. I forgot she was dead. It's just because she was such a bitter-ass bitch. And she was always trying to do somebody dirty and everything. And I don't play that. So, it was a peanut gallery. So, we had to leave it alone. But, you know, she had a daughter. 
she came up from wherever she came from. She didn't have nothing nice to say about her mother. She was venting like a motherfucker. She took the house over. And then next thing you know, she turned into the bitter bitch. She turned to her new mother. And, and, and I've never understood that. What is up with that? Why every time somebody fucking dies, somebody who treated you like shit, why when they die, people choose to be possessed by their gin? Why? Because my mother was already crazy. She already had three other personalities in her fucking head. Okay. And when I say three, I mean, besides the one she was already claiming to only be that one. No, she had three other motherfuckers in, in their own apartments in there. Her aunt dies. She become this motherfucker. Okay. Why? You were already crowded. Now nobody can stand you. Now you're getting the same treatment everybody else gave their parent. It's that kind of thing. I don't know. Go figure. Growing up in the neighborhood of bad guys. What can you say? So, my brother and everybody tried to remind me of that night. And I tried to act like I, I didn't remember and stuff like that. Because it's so ghost to talk about dead people like that. Especially when you broke into their house. So, I went about my business. And I learned how to treat people. I'm not going to engage you in an argument. I'm going to ignore the shit out of you. And that's what I did. I'm not mad at myself for it. And I'm not bearing no responsibility for it. Because I didn't treat me like shit. She treated me like shit. And I didn't take it. It's that simple. She had a bad demise. I didn't cause it. Que sera, sera. And from the looks of it, it's going to be like that for a lot of people. I'm not going to no funerals. The no good motherfuckers who are dying are the no good motherfuckers. I'm not going to your funeral. I'm good. But I am also prepared to be alone. So I'm off grid, alone. My shit went down. Get a delivery. Hopefully everything comes back online. But in the meanwhile, in between while, I'm still alive. Shit, I'm eating craisins. Who else do you know eat craisins in the middle of the hot desert? So, yeah. And, um, I'm not a horrible kid. Just avoiding the bullshit. I was determined not to stick with the bullshit. And then I detox. I stay to myself. Along with detoxing, Yes, I do talk to myself and I talk to everything else around me. Yes. There's lizards running around my property. I talk to the lizzies. Mm-hmm. Fat rabbits. Sure. I can shoot one and cook one up. But I'm good. No need for all that. I'm all good. Just trying to live a wholesome life. I found out that I am fucking annoying to myself. Somebody calls looking for help. I had to break myself out of the Captain Saberhoe behavior. Yep. Somebody tell me they got a problem. I walk away. Oh, sucks for you. I had to learn. Because people come to you with problems so you can solve them so they don't have to have no responsibility and don't have to invest nothing. But they gain. Now, sure. 
karma, God, all that would teach them a lesson? Sure, but I need you to know that I was here. I need you to know that you approached the wrong bitch. So, gray rock like a motherfucker. When I say I give silent treatments, oh my God, I give silent treatments. Motherfuckers don't even know if I'm alive. And I like it that way. I'm not as stressed as I was last year. I am still annoyed with people, but I could feel it melting off a little bit. So, I'm going to go back to reading my holy books. Because I need God. I don't need Jesus. I don't need Muhammad. Peace be upon him. I don't need Abraham. I don't need none of them. I need God. I need Allah. I need Ar-Rahman. I need Wal-Asr. I need... <laughs> the Mutakabia. I need... The Ilam. Okay? I need for him to have ample mercy on me. Because a bitch is just busted. It is so easy to be bad. So easy to be a bad guy. Especially when you had so many great examples on how to be a bad guy. So I decided I wanted to do something different from everybody else in the family. I don't want to be a self-indulgent bitch. I don't want to be a narcissistic hoe. I don't want to be a, manipulated, a manipulative asshole. I don't want to be a selfish motherfucker. I don't want to be a self-absorbed cunt or dick. I don't want to be any of that stuff. I don't want to be a self-righteous pig. Although I am self-righteous. But I keep it to myself. I'm self-righteous for me. Don't bring me problems if you don't want to hear the morals. I'm not going to invite you to my bullshit. What I do for my sins, I do that shit by myself. I'm not going to be like, hey, Key, come with me. Peel, rock with me. And take you to a bank robbery. No, nigga. Nope, your ass getting talked to at on a bus stop. Okay? Nobody can come and say, oh yeah, Becker came to me with some bullshit. Had me look at on a lookout. On No, no, no. Never that. Never that. Nope. I do all my dirt by my motherfucking self. Why? Because a bitch is smart. Curious. Ingenuitive. And I can get my shit out, myself out of shit. Flawless victory. I don't need no mistakes. So, I do all this by myself. Now, every once in a blue moon, I do be trying to help. Now, fuck that. I'm not helping nobody with nothing. Kids, nothing. Nope. Don't call me. Don't look for me. Don't uh, don't ask about me. Don't argue with me. Don't don't um come by. Don't definitely don't fucking come by unannounced. If you if you don't ever want to be talked to the way your mama should have, ooh, player. Don't come by unannounced, yo. As a matter of fact, lose the fucking address. You don't know me. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it, son. Don't do it. And if and if you happen to be a white person and you think that I'm not going to spaz out or rag out or wig out or pig out or thick thug it out or whatever, you got the wrong bitch because I will read the shit out of you. And white people don't know what it is to be red. Y'all think y'all do. You know, y'all got a couple, you know, trannies and homos and get and cross-dressers. 
you know, still taking lessons and shit, but don't nobody can read you like a black woman. Don't you ever, especially a black mama, black grandmama. We got generations in this shit. Don't ever, don't ever, don't ever just grab your invisible pearls and walk the fuck away. I'm just warning you. If ever there was a person created to be an easy and um, what's the word? Easy going with all the answers. Instruction manual. That would be me. You can't even get a fucking iPhone with an instruction manual or let alone tutorials. But me, I come with caution, warnings, insurance. You break, you buy. I don't play that shit. And uh, electric shock when you test the boundaries because you will get told about yourself. Dead ass get told. And your child will get told about themselves too. I will read the shit out of your child. Definitely. So, yeah, don't come around. Don't bother. It's all good. Leave a bitch to die in the desert. That's the best bet. Just leave me. Leave me right there. That's your best bet. Because anything else will be your worst nightmare. You can't handle it. You won't handle it. You just... You can't win! Don't do it to yourself. And it's just as simple as that. But yeah. This is why I don't argue. I'm not going to sit here and argue about my value. Nope. I'll let you say whatever you got to say, especially because you got it on your chest. Because there's so many people who just fucking hate me for being me. People hate me. Everybody want to sit there and, ah, you're so per- You act like you're so perfect and everything. No, bitch. I just know where I can't shit. So, it's whatever. But in the meanwhile, in between time, what do you do? Stay to yourself. I have talked myself into oblivion. I had to convince myself that I am changing my whole everything. Changing my approach. The manners, eh, eh, I'll keep the manners for civility. But everything else, no. No charity, no help. Don't ask me for shit. If, you know, if I'm, if I need something, you're definitely getting paid for your troubles. But only if you can perform. If not, fuck off. That's it. We just don't have business together. It's just not going down like that. That's as simple as it is but yeah so yep that's what happened and the only way to corroborate that story is if everybody the original bodies were there and most likely my oldest brother don't remember he'll remember piece of the bitch because as a safety mechanism for our own psyche we erase the horrible shit and we keep the humorous and the funny just to keep us feeling good about ourselves that's all. Oh, and tip of the day. For all those fuck-ups who keep fucking with everybody and keep playing around and shit. And all those sins and shit. The best way to get from under that big anvil of sin is to give charity. If you hurt somebody, give charity in their name. You'll be surprised how the spirituality work. Alright? Because I've done... I And not to say that they didn't deserve it. Yes, the fuck they did. But I was technically a bully because I went overkill on shitting on somebody. 
I mean, it was their time to get shitted on. They tried my patience. I couldn't take it no more. But I went in, player, in. I'm talking in, as in a one-sided tunnel. Okay. When I say I trashed this person to the point where this person was so unsure of who the fuck they were. I trashed this person into oblivion. They didn't even fucking know who they were. Every time I'm around, this motherfucker's trying on personalities to see which one works for me. And I don't even pay them no mind. Ain't that a shame? And because I fucked up somebody's psyche like that, because I don't interact with people to change anything. I don't even want to make a difference in your life. I don't. I don't give a fuck. So, uh, I end up giving a little charity for that person in their name and whatnot, just, you know, somebody, you know, somebody needed some food and didn't have no money, and I had a $5 gift card, and they were right in front of the gas station where you can spend that gift card, so I gave it to them, and I said, oh, yeah, this came from Poppy, not the real name, but that's why I said Poppy, oh, this, this is from Poppy, if you see Poppy, tell Poppy, thank you, this is from Poppy, and everybody knew Poppy, so, Poppy was getting random thank yous from different people. Because they were like, yeah, I saw your girl Bex. Yeah, and she was doing this. Uh-huh, and I saw your girl PB, and she was doing this over there. Yeah, and anyway, I asked her for some money, and she happened to have her last $5, and she said it was from you. So, thank you. I appreciate it. And this person was looking like a hero. They were building up their ego and everything. This person was still afraid to talk to me. But... They didn't have nothing against me. And if somebody was trying to be an asshole, that person came to my rescue. So, yeah, there's blessings in giving charity in somebody else's name. But give charity in your name first because you are going to be the one that have to fight for yourself out of the hellfire. Okay? Okay. So that's the tip of the day. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening to my crazy ass BB Globe Adventures. I am your hostess with the mostest, BB Globe. Peace out. Wishing you all the love, peace, and soul. Peace of mind. Great blessings. Be a better you. Try it every day. Nothing wrong with talking to yourself. Just don't get into an argument. Because nobody will forgive themselves better than you can forgive yourself. Peace.